Hey, this is DJ Super 3 Black Geeks, and you're listening to the Mega Late Show. We are back in the mix, about to bust out yet another bag of tricks, tidbits of non-information for kicks with the ever so illest. Mega Late. And Steve's, welcome to Mega Late Show. We got a rapper in the house. Hey, 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 hey. Oh shit, he writes his own rhymes and he produces his own beats. Cal oh, you Combs. Yeah, yeah. Hi everyone. Yo, yeah, that's what's up. Uh, we're really happy to have Cal on the show today. I think he's our first MC, and uh, he's out here in Tokyo with us. He's also the homie. And speaking of homies, we've got our uh, our number one henchman, D. Dallinger, the aggressive cat, on the boards today. I'm saying he's aggressive because he fucked somebody up the other weekend. Shout out to D. Dallinger, too. Can I get an air horn? <laughs> All right, yeah, so, uh, so this is what? Episode 11. Episode 11 of the Mega Late Show. Back at Steezes. Back at Steezes. Only because we got a home. Yo, yo, can today. I call a little bit of fake news on that? Go ahead. Because because we also had uh, Maceo on the show, who who also raps. Mm, okay. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> Maceo doesn't rap, yeah? Maceo raps. Okay. Um, awkward. Steez raps. <laughs> A little bit, just just for kicks. Oh, that's true. Seize does rap. Like, I'm, like I mentioned, rap. just for kicks, but not. I never released an album like my man over here, so I can't say that I rap. I just yeah, but for real, I I really really like your videos, man. They're so funny. Bro. Where do you get that expensive ass car at, right? That's, that's what, what I, I want to know. Asking myself, man. You know how we got that? The other homie rolled up to the guy with the McLaren and asked, "Yo, can we put this in a?" In a music video. What? Don't divulge the information like that, man. We put, we thought you yeah, were balling. Yeah, you look like you were balling, man. We I thought you were balling. Well, you know, if you listen to the Mega Late Show, then you get the real, real Hollyfield. For those that don't listen, fuck y'all. <laughs> you ain't been doing the education. Yeah. So indeed. So uh, everybody, uh, all of our Tanakas, you know the you know the format. We're going to talk about some new stuff. We're gonna have a dope or not dope segment. We'll have our weather report where we share some tracks. Then we're gonna get into a little bit of a conversation with our man Cal about uh, rappers, uh, maybe white rappers. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about white rappers, and uh, then we'll have our conversation. Pay attention to the end of the show where we show uh, we tell you all the new shows that are upcoming in the Greater Tokyo metropolitan area uh with that said let's go ahead and talk about some new shit jay-z released a new album uh, is that dope or is it not dope fucking i my hot take on it is that it is dope dope haven't heard it i, haven't yeah. heard it. I mean it just dropped it's yesterday. only on it's only on that title joint isn't it yeah it's only on title i had okay. to uh i had to do some trapping in the broadband and, and, yeah, and gaffle yeah, that yeah, myself actually sure. yeah, yeah 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 i'm on that tip too it's all right you know what I, I, I agree. It's all right. I mean, uh, it doesn't really, go think, hard, but it's real though. I think I think a lot of the tracks are real dope. You know, you know. Uh, as I was listening to it, I was like, um, "Yo, this reminds me of a Common album." 
to something yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like some real grown man shit. It's yeah, comparable yeah. to uh, what's it called? Black America again, again. Yeah. But, but it's Jay. Common's album is better in my well, opinion. Well, you know, I when, as a as a Jay Z fan, which I'm not like a a huge Jay Z fan, but I've been listening to Jay Z for like 20 years. I guess over 20 years now. Um, what I will say is that I really like how grown he is on this one and it's a very personal album and he gets personal on a, on a lot of his works but this is a very personal album yeah it's a different and, angle for jay and the beats yo no id kills on a lot of these beats man uh there's something that just sounds really regal i definitely say it's jay's it first will, grown album like it's in the vein of nas life is good or like uh I, I can't even think of any other grown albums. I mean, there's a lot of. A lot I think of there's a lot of grown Fonte. albums, but but Jay Z is 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 probably probably the most prolific figure in rap. He has reached the high water mark of the success that rappers want to have, and he's almost royalty because he's married to Beyonce. They're like the royalty of hip hop, and this album he gives us a look into his personal life, unlike he's ever done before. And because of that, like I'm listening to Jay Z. And I kind of mirror what Kendrick tweeted, like, Master Teacher. Jay-Z's dropping a lot of jewels um, for the young cats on this album, and I can appreciate it. I appreciate it more than Jay-Z making um, an album about, I don't know, it, it, I appreciate it more than, like, The Life of Pablo, which is not a grown man album, but made by a grown man. And, and I also like that Jay-Z goes in on a lot of cats on this album because it's a real album like yay yeah yeah i mean even he even has lines like that are like that's a future diss right i mean not a diss but that's like a that's a that's jay-z being honest about talking about future and um and it's not like what does he say well I i think the line is something like um something like imagine that future like if if i couldn't be with my kid or somebody somebody else was playing football with my kid because you know future uh he had the split and he doesn't have his kid anymore so there's a lot of real subtle lines like that and jay-z is just so eloquent and and extremely dope um with his rhymes so i i really i really enjoy it there's a lot of really dope samples on it he talks about infidelity like yeah yeah it's a real album there, he talks about his mom coming out of the closet yeah. for the first time. His mom's gay. Not to mention some of the beat choices are really ill. Like I think he samples um, there. There's that Nina Simone uh, Baltimore sample. He samples the Fugees. He's got Sister Nancy sampled on yeah, there. The one and with just the like, Damian Marley. Yeah, I mean it's it's I, it's a it's a solid album, and it's only 36 minutes, so essentially it's an EP. But uh, I think accompanied with some of the visuals, like the first track "Kill Jay Z" with the visuals that I saw for that, it paints a really strong picture of artistry to me and i will go ahead and put my stamp on and say that is dope i like this jay-z album but you know what's not dope two two, i mean two listens the way he released it that is super not dope yeah for sure what do you mean really whack it's just it's on exclusive to title bro that's his shit that's awesome man that's innovating making money titles whack as fuck exclusives are super whack that's really lame for the the game as a whole Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's on a whole nother level. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, 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 but I can speak on this myself. Yeah, because I would never, I've never sold my music until this year. This is my first time ever selling music. Mm. So like, I totally disagree because like, if you're making an art, they can have an impact in the community anywhere, or impact in anyone's life, and then you prevent them from getting to it with an exclusive like that. Then I, I, I know what you're talking about. Yo, but, but but hold on a second though. So it should be on Spotify. Artists don't get paid by Spotify. What you guys are doing by supporting Spotify is like artists do get paid by Spotify. Not really. 
Not it's, really. I mean, Jay Z would get paid by Spotify, but Spotify is basically a person renting music. You know who doesn't pay artists? So why not have Jay-Z? record labels? Record labels don't pay artists. Record labels make those deals with the apps. So that's all the record label. See, and so what what's going on here is Jay Z owns title, so he's essentially releasing his own project on his own platform and making money off of that. So I think that's dope. Even though the I, I don't I don't rent music, I'd rather pirate it and then buy from the artists that I want to support. But you know, title is Jay Z's. That's his shit. So it's different to me than him having it available on Google Play or on Spotify. So how are you gonna? I mean, that's how are you no. Jay Z on this one. I'm not going to support Jay Z. I haven't bought a Jay Z album. Jay Z don't need my money. I support artists that I appreciate, like Aesop Rock or other artists. I, I don't. I'm not gonna lie. I don't then buy Jay Z albums. Every artist should just release their shit on their own website, then, like their Louis C.K. I mean, some of them do. There's Bandcamp. How do you make money off of your music? You don't even sell your music. I just, music I just for the price of on the house. Yeah. So I mean, see, I think, I think Chance the rapper has like set the correct path that everybody needs to follow. Obviously, everybody's not gonna be as big as Chance, but. Like he's got an know. exclusive deal with Apple, though. I think he made like five hundred million dollars off of that. I mean, oh, I don't know if he's million? yeah. Fact check that. I mean, I think I think I think the deal uh, well, maybe it's five. I don't know, but he made a, a game. right, right. But I mean, what I'm saying is that he has he an exclusive. Beat Jay Z. No, he has an he has an exclusive he has an exclusive deal with Apple. I don't think he's signed to Apple though. You know, it's what I'm not saying? signed. And Apple's not his company. Like it's. It's yeah, different. You get a 360. With but but Apple. his album did his yeah. album only release through Apple? You couldn't get it on Google Play, could you? Maybe not, for not a couple weeks. Yeah. I mean that's whack Same too. Shit. I mean that's whack too. I'm yeah. saying all exclusives are whack. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah. I I feel like this is almost like Jay Z having Jay Z. It's it's his platform. You know what I mean? So I mean I would have to. Different. I want to listen to the album and see like what it's about. Because if I understood the content, then I would understand. Like, what's the content about? Like, what's the overall message of the album? It's not about being exclusive on spot title. It's definitely not about being exclusive on title. I yeah, I tried to. I tried to. I tried to get it legit. I, I tried to sign up for title, but apparently we can't do that in Japan, right? We can't even. Well, get I, could, it. I didn't see it on Google uh, on the Google App Store, so I and just. See, I'm I'm hating on title, but that's also some other whack shit. Like region, like you know, it's it's banned in your region. Like all that shit is fucking whack, man. Yeah. Like a DRM or I mean, these weird ass international copyright laws. I got a VPN because I'm trying to watch American Netflix and like Desus and Mero on YouTube. Yo, shout where, out you American know, Netflix. Yo, American Netflix really doing it, baby. We got 33% more content than the rest of the oh world. That's God. what's up. Japan hey, hey, wait, wait. Let's We'll just edit that out because they ain't paying us. For this <laughs> shout out. Yeah, I'm going to be mad yeah. when I uh, move back to America and I can't watch uh, Japanese porn previews for free anymore, man. <laughs> you got to go to that r18.com, baby. That shit's oh. banned outside of America. Isn't that right? Uh, I mean, I know, outside man. of Japan. Isn't that how it works? Yo, my man Late put me onto this new website called <laughs> BetterFap. <laughs> BetterFap.com. Changed my life. BetterFap. Hey, y'all notice that my right <laughs> arm is looking much swoller than my left arm? What did I just say about my mom? Oh, listening my to this? God. My mom, bro. Shout out to moms. Hey, shout out to moms. <laughs> MC Mom. Hold on, what was that website again, nigga? And we ain't getting paid by them either, but I just want to say uh, all praise due. All praise due. Oh, yeah, go ahead. All right, and, and of course, uh, another tidbit of big news that I feel like we need to talk about is the passing of a legend. Prodigy passed away last week, or this week, uh, last week. Man, I played, I played Mob Deep for like four days it, it it deeply affected me like in a way that i wasn't anticipating 
because you begin to uh, reflect on the memories that you have associated with the artist and what the artist means to you. And I was just like, man, there was such a huge part of my childhood, even though not, not even childhood. I mean, I was like I was like 12, 13 in high school and I really respected him as an artist. And it was weird because I've known he had sickle cell ever since Tupac dissed him for having sickle cell. Mm. And oh, shit. and I was just him. Yeah, I mean, I he I mean, he says directly like like Mob Deep, Lil Sickle Cell, and he, what is? Well, he, he says, "Don't one of y'all got sickle cell." Sickle cell, like yeah, don't yeah. don't come at him like y'all sick already. Or you know, it was real sharp. It was real serrated and sharp. And um, when I think about New York, I think about that Mob Deep sound, and this is Mob Deep beat. This is one of my favorite Mob Deep beats produced by Q Tip. Shout out to Q Tip. And uh, this a remix? This is the Temperatures Rising remix. Mm. Yeah. In fact, let's let's go. Let's go. You know who you listen to. Hey. The most infamous podcast. You've heard yeah. of us. <laughs> Shout out to all the Tanakas and Sarasas Tacos. And Rapunzel's. Straight up and down. But, uh, you know, I just want to give a shout out to Mob Deep. Nobody has anything to say about Prodigy Passing? We move on. No, it was very shocking. But, uh, like, that's one of my top five albums. This one right here. And I, not always, but... If I'm browsing and I see a track and it says featuring Mob Deep or featuring Prodigy, I usually always, I'll go out of my way to give it a listen because he was probably the hottest rapper in the game at a time. I feel mm-hmm. like he's, he's held it. that title before. That uh, under, uh, like, undervalued as an MC. Like, when people talk about Prodigy, they usually, like, I like Mob Deep, but Prodigy was a rapper's rapper. And he kind of had an unconventional bar style as well. Sometimes mm. he was offbeat, but his storytelling and the way that he could paint pictures of these environments just really stuck with you. Maybe one of the most quotable rappers ever. He's got so many just one-liners that it's like, like shook ones. I mean, people yep. still say that. I second that one. Yeah. I mean, you know, the most infamous you heard of us. That is just ingrained into my yeah. psyche to a degree that. They did like these these new newscasters. They were doing it very uh, seamlessly. Yeah, yeah. Like they just kept dropping these these liners, and it was like just bring me back when yeah, I heard that. Yeah. It's on Facebook. It's on no Facebook. Each other. Yeah, like, yeah, the video. Really good, yeah. But you know, Layden and I had a build about this um, the other night. I wish we could have recorded a little bit, but you know, I just it was time to uh, prodigy rest rest in peace. And it's, and it's strange to see, you know, Cal, you're a little younger than I am, like ten years younger than I am. And so, you know, it's it's interesting to see a lot of your childhood heroes reaching the point of vulnerability mm. in age. You know what I mean? Like when when somebody like Grandmaster Kaz gets like cancer, it's almost like, dang, but it's time for that sometimes. It's like when somebody has a heart attack, it's time for that. And so when like with the Jay-Z albums, like this is a dude who's approaching old age and it's still dope to see him still putting out quality projects. And I think maybe I talked about the album on the on the podcast before, but Prodigy's last album, The Hegelian Dialectic, I was clowning it. It was not not because it was bad, because it was on some like the smartest dumb cat type of shit. I mean, it's called the Hegelian Dialectic, with this, which is philosophy, you know, Hegel. And none of the album is about that. It's like he just took a really like smart sounding name. And, and the jewels he drops on it, the intelligent shit he drops on it is it's more like just like life lessons about like yo like we can all get along together or like what's up with these young cats we need to teach them and it also showed a level of maturity that that jay-z just did in his album and so it's you know prodigy was always growing as an artist and to see him die at what 42 tragedy man 
tragedy. Yeah, R.I.P. We got any other news? Insignificant positivity. Hey. Online. Google that shit. Calcombs.com. <laughs> I have a website. Nigga sees is jumping the gun and shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's hey, excited like to it. talk about it, man. I like it, man. All right, yo. Yo, let's yo, take a break. Yo, wrap it up, B. That shit is gone, man. Wrap it up, B. It's gone. Wrap it up, man. Opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted in one moment. Did you capture it? Just let it slip. Yo. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous, but on the surface, he looks calm spaghetti. To drop palms, but he keeps on spaghetti. What he wrote down, the whole crowd goes spaghetti. He opens his mouth, but spaghetti won't come out. He's choking how? Everybody's choking now. Spaghetti's run out. Time's up, over, blah. Snap back to spaghetti. Oh, there goes spaghetti. Oh, there goes spaghetti. He's so mad, but he won't give up spaghetti. No, he won't have it. He knows he keeps on forgetting. The mom's spaghetti's dope. He knows that, but he's broke. He's so sad that he knows when he goes back to his mom's spaghetti. That's when it's back to the lab again, yo. Yo, we is back to the pod. And we about to do some weather reports. Right. That's right. We've got some re- weather reports. Um, why don't you guys? Why don't Why don't you and Cal start with your weather report, and then I'll I'll hit mine last. So um, yeah. So what do you got for your weather report today, Steezy McSteezerson? Okay, I got um my favorite track off of uh, Cal Combs' album, Insignificant Positivity. He hasn't told me what the track is. So I know. I'm, I want to. I'm, just, I'm excited. To know yeah, what it is. yeah. I, I want to just keep it up. I hope it's like those mis- most trash tracks. Mis- what do you think it is? Uh, give me three. Oh, I get to give you three, three options. Um, See if you know me. Do you know me? All right, it might be Lovesick featuring Bridley. No. No? No. Are you, you going to confirm if I get it right? Yeah. You will? Okay. Um, so it's not Lovesick. Lovesick's dope. Uh, chances. No. Ah! That's a good choice, but no. Should I just play it, Steve? Uh, wait, if he gets this one wrong. One, 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 one more. Let me, let me get my last try here. Uh, man, he likes li- Pressure uh, is on... Is it track yeah, we two? don't have a Jeopardy noise. Huh? Oh, we need the Jeopardy noise. Track two, Feeling You featuring Gavin Haley for 2000. Uh, what is... No. Oh, you gonna give me a, you did the outro? Okay. Cosmic oh, Dance. Yeah. Back. Oh, back. Irie's back. Irie oh, I never met your baby before. There's a baby. Hey. Right here. Can we get an applause? And I hey. <laughs> Oh, he must be sleeping. When he wakes up, we'll bring him out. Play the track. I can't believe you picked this. This is such a weird song. Caesar's a weird guy, man. I've been telling the whole podcast. I should have known that. I'm a weird motherfucker. I should have known that you would pick this. Steve surprises me so much. I thought he was going to like the Migo album. No. 
No. <laughs> no, it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. You're so optimistic that you're not willing to just say not dope. <laughs> Steve's, Steve's never puts down anything except for, like, what did he get mad at the other day? Now let's get into the pocket. Let me, let me not the turn. Let me not the Wait, you gotta talk about what? Okay, Cal. Alright, I'll talk about this. I've heard this one as well. Let's, let's play it for a second. Don't forget about the way that the world is improving. We never had a power to just break apart the heart, the soul. Because in the face of an idea, really no one has no control. Who produced this, Cal? You did? This was an instrumental. I don't know where this was produced from. I have a lot of people who send me an email. So I got this new beat. Check it out. And, you know, I can pick through a lot of them. What's up? You pick and choose and ask your products acting Ringo. I bet you want a car. I bet you think that you're a star. So tell us, um, tell us a little bit about this track. Like, what, what were you trying to convey on this one? And So the song is kind of the outro. Like, pretty much the entire... Um, the concept of the entire tape is like it's called insignificant positivity because a lot of my music uh i like to at least attempt some kind of significance within the music and so i split it it's a half and half uh the the way that it's um, put together the first half is like typical music that i've been making my entire life that i try to like you know have some kind of impact with each song that i make um and then the second half is like i just let loose and it's supposed to be the insignificant part so half of it's positive half of it is insignificant like that yeah supposedly <laughs> and so this song is since it's the outro it's kind of like um it's kind of just like the reflective track where it, it brings everything back together in which you're kind of like looking in the mirror like am i going to choose this path or another path whenever it comes to like the things that i'm doing and like where i fit in yeah so. is this a, is this another track or is it the same joint same track, same track? yeah yeah and so the, this is uh this is a track that i actually made this with uh one of my friends michael sapo we made this when i was like 15 he was playing the guitar and I was like throw it in there this is your 15 year old voice yes this is me I'm young very young in this so that was almost 10 years ago almost yeah you were killed and left for death for the money and all of us so cute oh my god I I've never held a baby as Cal recoils I made a baby cow. Cal went to go grab Irie, and then and then both of them recoiled from each other. <laughs> we, we had a moment. We decided against this. That was like if Rafiki just like turned down Simba. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Rafiki just sets him on the cliff. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, wait, wait, hold up. This is a this is a uh, child. I've uh, never touched a lion. No, this is <laughs> circle of yeah. Hey, Irie. Oh my God, here he is. <laughs> Dark. Some guy just yelling at him. You know, you know how it goes. We just want to eat you, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm gonna put that kid's whole foot in my mouth so I don't have to put my foot in my <laughs> mouth. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, come on, boy, my boy. He ain't with it. Use, use condoms. Use condoms. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out. I he wants to get, finger banging. He wants to get back to the food. Oh, my mom. Hey, you getting nasty on the show? I thought I could get nasty too. I said right. use condom. That's a public service announcement. That was not nasty. He just wants to get back to the food. That's all it is. <laughs> so like, um, so Cal, um, this album, this album that that track is from, is that your first full length or like where are we at 
what 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 point are we at in your career when this when when right you release this album? So um, I have let's see, I have over ten like you know mixtapes, you know, ten mixtapes basically. This is the first one that's like really got money behind it and got a lot of work behind it and stuff. And like all the stuff before that was basically you know, with with uh, what we put. Mm. I have, a, I have about 10, 10, and then this is just my most recent project, so I'm still really just kind of pushing it a lot, that's why I hear a lot about it, and I'm also, like, I'm starting uh, a business right now, I'm trying to start a clothing brand and everything, so everything's just kind of tying together, and I'm using this new... I saw your new, new website. Yeah, and yeah, so I'm just tight, kind of really pressing everything together as much that's as possible. Yeah. When did When did this album come out? This came out on Halloween of this year. Okay. I think I Last first year. listened to it uh, when we first started the podcast, maybe maybe in January at some point I, I listened to it. I'm so inundated with music that I rarely go back to a lot of albums, so I need to go back and give this one a listen because yeah. um, I remember listening to it and being like, yo, this is really dope, man. I really want to get this guy on the podcast. Wait and, up, wait uh, up. I'm glad that we're, you're rocking with us today. Yeah, thanks for real having good, me. Appreciate real it. good joint, man. Yeah. we are. I mean, uh, we out here, so we'll get you on more. In the out here. Yeah, we gotta collaborate more, dog. Yeah, I've been trying to do a lot of work with a lot of new artists in uh, Tokyo. So if anyone, anyone who's listening to this, uh, if you ever want to put a song together, you just let me know. We're gonna hook you and Dallinger up. You and Dallinger need to get together and do some. I would love to. I will work with literally anyone, and I'm really, I'm pretty easy to work with, you know. That's Steez in the back with the ice. Yeah, this is the Garage Band Deluxe Edition. Like right. these people, for real, they usually are in studios. Right, and right. So We're legit. in the background. We got babies uh, crying. We got babies crying. Like, <laughs> they serve me like top ramen when I got here. <laughs> I want hors d'oeuvres, bitch. Right, right. We didn't even order the pizza this time. It's just like, hey, yo, you want some 19 cent uh, maruchan? Here you yeah. go. You got you got craft slice services instead of. Craft he put a, he put a slice of processed <laughs> yo, and then he put a slice of processed cheese in the ramen like hip hop. Baby, we do this. We do this for the culture, man. I mean, like, really, we just want people to know that respect yourself. Put some cheese, Put some, some processed cheese yeah, on a homemade up. ramen. Do your regular thing. Let's uh, let's uh, play. Let's play cows. Uh, cows weather report. You what don't. Oh, uh, we go to his first. Yeah, let's uh, let's keep it back to back so we can keep talking about cow because my stuff is my stuff is left. Here we go. What up? So this is this is long distance, uh, featuring this guy that I went to college with. His name is Thomas Gaines. One of the most talented people I've ever met. Like this dude plays the piano, plays the guitar, sings, the rap. Like this is he's just a total package. Yeah. And so just since he's family, and I'm gonna do a weather report. Like I'm gonna show off for myself and as well as like some family. Like, Yo, the um, I think I think you know Dallinger could probably uh, talk about this a little bit more too, since he is a producer and he's very familiar with um, engineering music and how music. Your sound, and I think it sounds really clean. Dallinger, you agree? Yeah, it sounds really good. Uh, the mix down on this one kind of got messed up because yeah. we had to run emails back and forth for it to happen. Yeah. Mm. America, gains, yeah. No dry snitching, but uh, what's that sample? The vocal, I have no idea what that vocal I don't know. What you feel about a young man like me? You talk a lot about them women like a rivalry. You see the side of me, I see the side of you. You typing messages like you forgot what we've been through. Oh, and you got me like no one before. I used to play around with girls, but I don't play no more. I need a real independent woman right now. And she don't need me, but she keep me cause she might go. Wow. 
got no love for them submissive women. Yo, so this is basically a track about like when I was in college, I lived like six hours away from my girlfriend. I dated the same girl actually for like 10 years, basically. Wow. Yeah, since I was like 13 or something. Wow. Yeah, we were together. Wow, that's, yeah. that's uh, I had a similar experience. I was with my high school sweetheart for about eight years. Man, we were committed hella. And then like, uh, but then in college, we were six hours apart. So this is kind of a song about that situation. Is it about y'all breaking up or? Yeah, and then we ended up, yeah, we split up. So shout out to her, uh, wherever you are in the world. I think she, she's getting married, actually. I just saw recently. Which you is saw like, her husband, he's uglier than you. He that's ugly as hell, bro. Oh, my God. She's a settler, you know? He's a, he, he's a, yeah, man, he's. He's gaining, yeah. she's settling. That's unfortunate. But you I've heard here. about rebounds, but like I've never yeah. heard of somebody actually like putting a ring on a rebound, bro. Like, that's oh, it happens. That's what happened to my chick. Her dude is like, like eight years older than me, and I'm two years older than her, so ten years. He looking all weird and stuff. He looked like a turtle without the shell. Exactly. That's unfortunate. You know what I mean? But shout out to her. Friday, she's a Friday. She's great. You know, good good luck to them. Good luck to them. Yeah, yeah. This dude, he like he looks like a version of me, but except like fell out of something. Like he got like fetal alcohol syndrome, Cal. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say. It. I wasn't gonna say. It. <laughs> oh, scandalous! Yeah, yeah, let's not scandalous. talk about my ex girlfriend. Yeah, let's not talk about her. I'm sure she's doing living up. I hope she listens to this. And she let's move on. <laughs> Steve, I wanted to hear some commentary from you on these songs. Yeah, yeah, I definitely did too. Oh shit, you know, I just, I just, I like bumping that shit. You gotta tell me why you chose Cosmic Dance, like the outro for you. The title of the track, it compelled you. Okay, yeah, and the beat, it felt cosmic. It's a weird song. Why did you, why did you put it on the album? It's the, it's the, for the weirdos like me. I explained it already. It's, you you missed you missed the whole segment. <laughs> Twenty five minutes of him talking about the track, real detailed drum by drum <laughs> dissection. Of it. We no, got that kidding. snare. No, we were uh, we we sampled it from a guy on the street. That we, it was a, it's I a just, can of beer opening from a hobo. Every time I'll, I'll put your, your album on shuffle, I just I like that one. That one kind of spoke to me. So even though you think a track is weird, for the weirdos just, like me. Put it on the album. Yeah, you never know what people are gonna pick up on. Like one of my songs, uh, I have a song called "Need It," and basically I made the song just to be lyrical, just to kind of like you know flex, flex mm -hmm. on the song, show like show my muscle as far as my lyricism goes. Man, I had a student come up to me when I lived in America, told me that that song saved her life. I, and like if you listen to it, you would never, you'd never be like, oh, this is the kind of song that's gonna save someone's life. But I said something like, drop the pills, drop the razor blades, and then mm -hmm. like that just did it for her, man. She heard someone say that, and that's all she needed. She came to me in school and was like, that saved me. Was that your rebound trick, chick? Like you, you finger banged? <laughs> no. Oh, I forgot the mom was listening to this. Mega. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I did. He's like, yeah, I did. like a 15-year-old student, bro. Oh, it was a 15-year-old? It's a student. Oh, he, he, missed students. That. he missed that. Oh, it was a student. Oh, my bad. I thought it was like a peer. Oh, no. my goodness. You ain't listening. Babies, I'm not listening. You ain't doing the education. I'm not doing the education. You ain't doing the education. I was just flexing talking about how he's like, you ain't doing education. Come on. 15 years old. I mean, I've been meaning to call. I just got called up in work. I just been called the kids. I mean, I know you're still there. So your man is just... This, do you, have you done any other music with this cat? Yeah, we've done a lot of songs together. Uh... 
too long. But it's been a long time. He actually like when we were in college, we used to record out of the dorm room. And uh, he made like where did you go to school? I went to school at Eastern Kentucky University, so that's why I spent a lot of time in Kentucky. Spent like four years there for school. So, but he was famous on my floor because he came into the dorm on the eighth floor, bro. And he was in there and he just snapped, man. He was singing and stuff, and then like I was, I had people coming to the door like, who is singing, bro? This is good. Just checking him out. So, so. I'm about to I'm start plugging singing. him more than I'm plugging myself. Yeah, I'm a dope to rapper song. too. Like. Yeah, you are dope, man. I really like yourself. That's that modesty, though. <laughs> it's all about the family, man. I like a woman that'll let you know when you're stripping. She helped me grow and keep me planted like a gardener. So, rumor is that you still use pen and paper. I do still use pen and paper, yeah. And we were just talking about it earlier, man. Like, I get in so much trouble with people because, like, we be recording in small studios and no lights. And, like, I gotta put iPhone lights on my pen and paper. And, but I've, I've got stacks of these shits, man. If you go in America, man, I've got just notebooks. I have. I have a filing cabinet full. That's what's up. How often do you write? I write. It's an everyday process for me because, like, I'm. I went to school for English education and like writing and all that literature, that kind of stuff. So I, I stay pretty consistent with it. So, are you always producing shit, writing shit, like making music every day? It's yeah, basically an everyday thing. It's not. I don't. I don't stop. I don't want to stop. I never want to stop. If I stop, that means I'm satiated, and I'll never be satiated. Forget that. Definitely. Like that. Because yeah. I was. Uh, I remember I was trying to get you to go to this this uh, event with me. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm a roll. And then like 30 minutes later, like, dog. I remember that. I'm knee deep into this fucking track right now. I can't leave right now. So See, the like, thing is, is okay. if my pen hits the paper, if my pen, it, it doesn't matter if the president of the United States is calling me. I'm, I'm not coming. It's over. I'm, I'm in. Well, if the president calls me right now, that means you're getting deported. I'm just murdered. Murdered. Yeah. I'm busy here. Yeah. No, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to go hang out with Donald Trump. <laughs> Can I say fuck Donald Trump? On this? Oh, this is a children's podcast. We don't talk like that here. Nah, of course you Fuck Donald Trump! <laughs> yeah. There you go. Hey, your mom's listening to the podcast, man. How does Mama Combs feel about that? She probably agree. Shout out to my mom, dude. I feel like your relationship with your mom is like my relationship with my mom. Yeah, it seems like you're really down with you and your mom have a really strong Well, man, I mean, you know, that's the first person that you realize really believes in you. You know, that's the first person whenever you start really making mistakes that's like still there. <laughs> you know, when everyone else on the playground gets pissed at you because you push Sally down the slide wrong, Mama's still like, "Hey, it's all right." You know, that's the first person in your life to do that. She's my number one fan, man. Like, I mean, honestly, like, I wouldn't still be making music if it wasn't her, probably. It sucks, man. It's it's actually kind of embarrassing because like I had I used to have a Reverb Nation page. I don't know if anyone's ever used that, but if you use Reverb Nation, I've heard of it. I, I it gives you one. like a heat map and it shows you. I think like, you told me about this. Yeah, it's so embarrassing, bro. Like this is how low key. I <laughs> Who was listening to your joints? And yeah, it, it like, shows you where people are listening. Your mom's house was like the hot spot. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> Yo, bro, it shows you it shows you which states and they're like and then it gives you all the ages and stuff and so basically. 
my demographic is females from 18 to 21 and then <laughs> females from age 45 <laughs> to like 60 and then it said number one fans and of course it's my mom my dad and my grandma like oh <laughs> yeah and i was like hey, that's family support man yeah i mean you know you gotta you gotta have that backbone you know and that's what that drives you in the end so it was like your mom and like all of her buddies from like avon and sensi that was listening to the joint yo that's my dope, mom used to like she would pull up like hey moms i need a ride she would pull up and like my we, i i come out with an album when i was a kid uh, with this guy named uh, young beast shout out to young beast he's the, he's the man he's the turn, turn me on to hip-hop but i had this album with him and she used to pull up it's the most bass heavy track we made it just to like slam just slam yeah and so we made that my mom would pull up in her mercedes she used to have a mercedes it was lit she would pull up and it was my song man. she's my number one fan yeah this is my son well shit let's um let's go right into uh let's go right into the conversation segment of the podcast what do you think late we'll just keep talking to him you don't want to do your track track? no no we can hit that another time man it's just another it's just another mc let's keep let's keep uh let's keep let's keep let's keep going in and keep the good vibes going into the into more about cal's life and and whatnot i'm not that interesting you want to run that off neighborhood rapper born and raised in kentucky the south no i was born in l.a tennessee (laughs) oh you're just naming states now, bro. LA, Alaska. Yo, I don't, I don't know if I've met any people from Kentucky. I might have met like one other cat from Kentucky. Or that, or that. Some of the nicest people in the world in Kentucky, man. Shouts out to Kentucky for sure. You, you were saying that your man had put you on to hip hop and whatnot. Like, yeah. when did you get into hip hop music? I started. And what was your and what was your like, we like your b boy alpha? Like when you like what made you <sighs> compelled to like right. hip hop? Yeah. All right. So let's let's. And why didn't you got a rapper name, bro? I did. I used to. I used to go by crazy, man, because I was literally batshit crazy as a kid. So. You weren't like a juggalo, though, right? No, I was I'm never. No, kidding. I was never there, man. But I was. I was a little, little crazy. But I started. Um, I started out with. There was this guy that I, I went to high school with. His name is Ian Shuffit, but he went by Young Beast at the time. And uh, he started his own little like label called Beast Mode Entertainment. And he kind of turned me on to it. One night he had had us in the studio. His studio was basically just a uh, one room bedroom, just a bedroom with a with a microphone in it. So, I mean, let's be realistic. And then uh, we started from there. We put out like, I mean, the music we made was just reflections of our life, that kind of stuff. And they called me crazy at the time. And so I took that. He put me on my first song. We made a song about a guy that we didn't like. It was like a diss track, and we just basically talked about like hey, James is beating a his hoe. ass. Yeah, man. James' was, mom is a hoe. Yo, if this track ever gets out my entire life is over because i was so reckless in this song i was talking about baseball bats and oh my goodness yeah it was just so violent you find this track guys yeah so <laughs> i've come a long you way young. you were young how old were hey, you, you when nah, I was 15 I was oh 13 of course she'd be now. fucking talking uh, shit like that yeah where but was this at this was in indianapolis indiana so i mean my my music has been all over the place i've been all over the place because of my dad's job so it's been it's been a long adventure, but uh, but anyways, uh, the, when I first started rapping though, I used to have it was whenever Nokia had just came out. Like you know how iPod headphones have this microphone on them, mm. yeah. So like uh, when I first started, I used to plug these into the family PC, and I would hold that little microphone. Or, like my mom had the Nokia with it with the mic in the headphones type shit, and so I'd plug that into the family PC, just rip some beats off the internet, and I'd be sitting there and like 
just rap into this little mic <laughs> and it's so hard to act gangster like act thug and trying to bitch up it's like right. James your mom is a hoe yeah. motherfucker <laughs> I done told you motherfucker don't roll through my street yeah like yeah. you can't look cool like that man and so with the big soup bowl headphones man and but that's where I started and, and then it just developed from there and who was who are uh, who are some of your favorite artists at this time my favorite uh, when, I was, music? when I was younger yeah I mean like around the time that you decided that you yourself wanted to be an MC where uh uh, I was always a big Eminem fan. You know, everyone's an Eminem fan, so that's just like basic knowledge. Uh, Who's logic, that? Logic. Eminem? You don't know Eminem? He's this dude. Like they made a movie about him. Actually, it's called Baby Eight Boy. Mile. Baby Boy. Never heard of. Him. Oh. Yeah. He's alright. He's alright. He's alright. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, let's see. Logic. Logic has been one of my. I saw your hot take on that Logic. Uh, you know, I will support Logic like he's my little brother. Like uh, apparently, because you yeah. were like, "Yo, Logic." Because he's the only artist. Pop. He's the only artist, like for real, that like his. There's so many aspects to whenever you make music and you like, but he's the only artist that like I can support just on all on all aspects of his. Where fucks with Logic? You know, like his his message and the lyrics he puts out and like where he comes from and how he turned his life around is just so relevant to me. Also, as well. he's a right? super talented MC. Man. Very very talented. He's got as well, skills. Yeah, so. Likes to speak about truth. Yeah, he's philosophy. Very 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 influential person. So you really like his last album a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll preach about it on Facebook. Well, Under Pressure was the best. Yeah. yeah I'm, like, yeah. trying to wait for another Under Pressure. I don't know, man. The Sinatra's were... I did, yeah. like... The Sinatra's is where I got on... I got put on the Me logic. Too, yeah. That's where I... That's where I heard about. You know, I actually didn't know that he was black until, like, last year. Most people don't know that. Yeah, I didn't know he was black. I didn't or, know it until he started using the N-word in his songs. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna have to that made me backtrack, backtrack and do yeah, some Googling. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I still support him. That's great. <laughs> okay, good, good. Good for him. Yeah, so he's dope. He um, came up to you one day and was like, hey, yo, B, I'm biracial. And you're like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> so who did uh, Young Beast play for you that made you want to start doing it yourself? Uh, his own music. Actually, what got me on was his own music. Young Beast was making his own tapes and stuff, and so it just kind of went from there. I just like it was just crazy to see like somebody like doing it themselves in a school. Like it was just crazy. Like it was so vivid. Like all of a sudden, like I had this person who's putting out tapes, and people like are really listening to it in Indianapolis and talking about it, and like it was just crazy to me. And I was like, wow, I want to do that. You know, and then it started. It started from a bad place, kind of like it started. The way that it started was like, just you know how most rap starts is it's rap, you know. But then it started taking form, and it started like really. I started really trying to use the art form in my own way, kind of weaponizing it. Yeah, you gotta develop yourself. Yeah, yeah, and so it's gotten to where it is now, where I'm really trying to like. It's more. It's more about like. It's music, but to me, it's a message. That's all it is. It's just a message. It's just a bunch of letters that I'm putting out to the world, you know? So, that's what it's become. What do you mean, weaponize it? Like, you You gotta are... use it. You gotta... It, the way that people use music is one of the... I think it's one of the most debated things in the hip-hop culture. It's like, you can either, you know, you can make songs... I'm gonna sound like an old head, but like, you can make songs that are like, dumb, like, about, like, you know, material things. Or you can make songs that have an impact and can actually, like, you know, do something, you know? And so that's kind of what the outro, the song that you picked is about that. It's about like, you can choose, you can choose one of two routes, you know, you can choose to follow this road of materialism, this road mm -hmm. of like, you know, following what all the advertisements tell you to follow. Mm -hmm. Or you can choose to like, try and make the world better, a better place for other people. And like, that's just up to you. So that's what it's about. That's what the outro is about. Cause that ties the whole tape together. Mm -hmm. It can be insignificant, or it mm -hmm. can be positive. Mm -hmm. You gotta make a choice. Mm -hmm. 
Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> and why is there so much materialistic music being pushed out? Because there's so many advertisements telling you what you need to buy, man. It's just what you get. Oh, shit. Are we hating on capitalism? We hitting on capitalism. Fuck capitalism, too, man. Yo, we, we live in the capitalism capital right I now, know, pretty I much. I know, I know. Yeah, this is like... You can't walk down the street in Shibuya without one. having a sign telling you to come drink some new brand name clothes off of a true, high true. school girl's. Well, uh, let me tell you what uh, what I almost made the cover. <laughs> what I almost made the cover of insignificant. Shout out the mom combs. I took a photo of there's a there's a Louis Vuitton ad right mm-hmm. outside it in front of Shinjuku Station. Louis Vuitton ad, right? And just beneath it, there's a homeless person sleeping in a cardboard box. And just that contrast is what really, really kind of inspired this whole tape. Was I saw it like that. Mm. You have these people pressing... I think like, I saw him on Shibuya Wipeout. <laughs> you saw these, like, these unobtainable things and then just rock bottom, I guess, and mm. really kind of influenced it. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking Vigelian dialectic right there. Hegel. Hegelian. <laughs> Steve is on a, a cleanse right now, so he's really <laughs> thinking about the food. No, not yet, not yet. Food. It, that, he, he gave us a Megalian uh, dialectic. No, uh, Hegel is actually a, um, an existentialist, um, uh, a Christian existentialist, actually. So you guys should read up on that. Yo, but, so, uh, so. I like dude, that's this, what I want to um, Okay. I want to talk about Round that. one. How you got that? Because that is a big win for you, homie. I can't talk about that. Oh, really? <laughs> if you, oh my god. Can we talk about it for you? I think so. Well, Let's well talk about it. Man. All right. So, oh, anyways, for, so anyways, for Just for our Tanakas out there. Yoga fire. So, so what do you know about it, Mega? All right, all right. So I'm not, I'm not. Uh, you're, you're, you're more of a. a, a than myself you're a great guy but you know i know characters apparently there's a new character um on like the newest version (laughs) it's your boy right what's his name they gave a real legit kentucky name (laughs) straight from straight for you they gave a real legit kentucky name and you produce theme music you you no you 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 rap you are Alright, so so anyways, for our listeners, check out this character. There's a rapper on the track, and he is tremendously dope. And we happen to know this individual. India. Right? He's extremely dope. Check it out. This is a really big win for our guy's career. And we just want to say that we're super proud. When I saw that happen, I said, oh my god. We're going to get him on the podcast next month. <laughs> yeah, this is a huge win for you, man. That is super... <laughs> I don't think they're going to listen to our podcast, but you could, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. USSR. Tiger, me. Well, thank you for saying we're as big as Facebook, because <laughs> we feel the same. A little bit. A little bit. That's true. We're not just on Facebook. Fuck Have you seen our Twitter Instagram. page? Like a hundred followers. Betterfap.com. Get your right arm big, baby. <laughs> we have the theme song. <laughs> you, Tiger Uppercut. Yoga Rain. 
Seven. Hit it. You know, you know, outside of all the politics and the adversity that you face as an artist dealing with corporate entities, what I think it does show since they decided to have you as the MC on the track is your level of skill and your level of talent. So at the very at the end of the day, the thing that it says to me is that this guy has potential. It's recognized on the largest level of corporate, you know. Oh, your name isn't on the track? No! 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 Five! Yuck! Ah! Six! Sonic Boom! Ooh. Yeah. Ah! Final! Max out! Cannon drill! The bleep this out? Perfect! <laughs> when I read the YouTube... When I read the... Who is this? What is this? Where can I get this? They didn't say, yo, great name for it. They can do a kick. They said the fucking rapper is, is doing it. Yeah. Yo, I don't I don't want you to say anything, but uh did they break you up with that paper then? Hey, drinks on count tonight, baby. We going out finger banging. Just give me the knob. Yeah. Hey, that's what's up. Hey, congratulations on man. That's a really that's a really dope font. Sure, they want to control that. I know. That's why you need to get your own title. Four. I think you'll find your you'll find your place, man. You're still you're still a real young cat, and you've got a lot of potential. So we we're looking forward to watching that that journey with you. Yo, I wanted to ask. Uh, you were talking about the the motivation for the project from the with the songs that we just played. Yeah. But I know you're working on some stuff now. Yeah. And you were kind of talk like I'm I'm getting a we've kicked it a few times, but I'm getting a good um like I'm I'm starting to understand mm. who you are more as a person now, like what your interests are or you know what what you feel is important, what you want to speak about. So I'm. I, I want to know what's going to be reflected on your next project, mm. the one that you're doing now. Word up, word up. Good, good. Yeah, so the next one, this one I'm really like, because of what we just talked about, and I might be catching some buzz from that, I'm really, really trying to get all of my ducks in a row. So like, this is, I'm really like, I have not, I haven't slept, man. I've been working on like, this music just constantly, because I really want to put like, my heart and soul into one, just the dopest project I could possibly come out with. Because when people... When my name starts coming out, people start getting on Google, yeah, looking man. it up. They got to have something to go to. Yeah. And it's got to reinforce, you know, it's got to reinforce what I've already come out with. You, you know? got you got spaghetti on your shirt already. Already, yeah. You know what I mean? So. It's, time, it's time for you to blow. I mean, yeah, man. the next project has to be, uh, you know, 
an exclamation point, like the, the exactly. coming out party, that's like getting, getting, it, yeah. getting right. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so yeah. basically, I've I I'll go ahead and just kind of leak this out right now. But like, basically, it's kind of a I always do I, I like to do concepts with a lot of my work. But uh, the concept for this one is just a really nostalgic kind of throwback to when I was a high schooler, and. Uh, I was, uh, what's going on? What keep we on, keep no, on. We're just checking the time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we're just checking the time. <clears throat> so this one's just like a throwback to like when I was in high school and I went through a lot of stuff. Like I was a really bad kid. I got in a lot of trouble and like a How lot many of people. people you kill? So many. <laughs> Seven. So many, bro. No, no. Not five. No, no. I got, see, the thing is, is just like, and you'll, you guys will notice this once you Did listen to it. you kill Bambi's mom? I tried. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most in Kentu- Was in Bambi Disney. in Kentucky? I didn't know where the location was. That's terrible, I think man. instead of the teardrop, he just got like the logo Bambi on his hat. hat. <laughs> I think that's what it was. Yo, shout out to no, 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 no. This hat, this hat's a, a shout out to Japanese pronunciation, bro. Because I can't say my name. My name's Caleb. My first name is Caleb, right? So whenever you put that into that Japanese accent, it becomes caribou, right? Keribu, Keribu. So oh, I'm Keribu. So that's a shout out to oh, that. Really? Yeah, a lot of like my host family here. Whenever I first got that's, here, I that's a real family. dope name too. There's an artist called Caribou. caribou that me yeah, and Dallager yeah. mess with, but yeah. yeah. Hold on, host so. host family. I stayed with a host family for six days when I first moved here, and then I got an apartment. Word. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my my job put me on with that for six days. But, and they're the ones that made you hate Nato. Do not those discuss. Yo, they did me so dirty with that, Steve, bro. Like, we were all sitting down to breakfast, and they were like, have you ever eaten Nato before? I was like, no. And then they just slid ah. over, like... It was so, yeah, it was like it was so conniving. It's like, let's just let's do this to this American. They put the just raw egg on Nato on rice. And they were like... And they just, like... They just Yo, that's the joint, man. They slid it across the table that like the Godfather, the joint, man. Bro. Like the Godfather. They were like, eat dope. Is that dope or is that not dope? Is that dope or is it not dope? Not dope. Steez, not steez. Dope, not dope, I'm gonna vote dope. not dope. Well, if you came to Steezy, baby, hey. it would have been different. Hey. Dallinger, dope, so dope or not dope? Hey. And you would have been hey. on the other side of the fence. Not dope. We got three not dopes and two dopes. You guys have lost this round of Family Feud. Not dope. Y'all just haven't had my natto yet. That's, that's the problem. You be talking like you're making the natto, like you're fermenting the beans. There's nothing no, you could possibly do to natto. There's a combination of shit that I put in that makes surprise, it... Surprise, surprise. The minorities though. lose again, Steve. Oh. <laughs> and I'm not surprised I'm at my German, my, my German part right now. Oh, I thought okay. that 37.5% would have helped out a little bit. I know, bit. I know, but nah, nah, nah. He's, he's denying the 37.5 nah, man, right nah, now. Nah, man. I, I mess with a lot of things. You know, my mom is Filipino. Um, I will eat balut before I eat natto, and I don't Damn. like balut. You eat balut? Balut. Not not balut, man. Balut's the homie. Balut's yeah. a black he's character, by the way. Balut is definitely Baloo a black, is not black He's not black? Balut is John Goodman, I think. I think that's who Baloo is. <laughs> I thought Baloo was a black character. Cal, can you uh, can you, can you weigh in on this? Is Baloo from Baloo the Jungle is Book a black Barr's character? Baloo husband. That's who he's I feel like character? Baloo is. Who's the black character? You Don't say the orangutan. We, you, you already Don't know, bro. You already <laughs> know, bro. Orangutan. You already King know, bro. Louis is the... <laughs> oh, ooey, you. I oh. want to be like you. I think I think Shere Khan is black, too. Oh, Shere Khan is definitely black. He's definitely black. And, uh... Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Which of which You know who's black, right? The a black queen, even. Weren't the crows black in that shit? The crows were definitely <laughs> black. <laughs> weren't the crows black? Uh, <laughs> King Louis uh, was actually played by Christopher Walken. We, we need to have a segment. That's a like new segment. Black. Oh, and the new one, right? He could be, he could be black. Yeah, yeah. Because he's just well, he's like a dope. he's like a mafia in a mafia figure in the new if you, one. If you haven't seen the, the Jungle Book made by John Favreau, you gotta watch that shit because that shit is fire. Is that the, that's the oh, he made that? Oh, he made that? Live action yeah. joint? Yeah. yeah John Favreau's great. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's fire. He's, he, he, he's, he's uh, largely responsible for Marvel comic books being Iron Man, man. Right now. Yeah. Yep. Indeed, yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of fire ass movies, um, I watched Chappie last night. Really? You've never seen that before? Neil Blomkamp. It's such a great movie. I've never seen it. Underrated. I'm okay. Such a great I'm movie. I'm okay. I'm okay. I saw a section, not section, what's it called? Super good. And uh, fucking Die Antwoord is in that shit. Yeah. They they fucking kill it. Both they wrote. They wrote. What's the one where he's turning they, into they the ant or whatever the fuck that movie oh, is? Oh, Ant Man. Nah, bro. <laughs> 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 the same director you're talking about. Oh, for real? No, oh, no. The, the, South, the South African Dis- dude. District Nine. District Nine. Oh, District I've nine. seen District Nine, nine but I haven't seen Chapter. I'm not a fan of his work too much, man. What the fuck? Just not. Just not. All right. I like that actor. I like that actor though. The the uh, the South African guy. Yeah. South African. Yeah. That's my South African accent, everybody. <laughs> Shout out to Megan for the South African. South <laughs> African. Can you play the hey, Can you play the wah wah wah? Wah wah wah. So so um one one thing I wanted to talk to you, uh, Cal. One thing I wanted to talk to you about is uh, I've seen you online on Facebook and uh, a couple times. I've seen you discuss or talk about or post about like a an, a white artist who was like making rap music and you were like, this is a bad look. Now, because of like, I saw just recently there was like a comedic type of like white rapper. Oh, what's that dude's and name? I felt Jake like, Paul? What's his yeah, name? Yeah, I felt, I felt like um, just looking at it, I felt like you had a, uh, a strong sense of integrity for the art form and that you didn't like when it was kind of um, because the, parodied. There's because a narrative it behind is, it. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. If he was like, man, I don't know. I don't even know how to feel about that. The whole vibe of that track, man. First off, they came off with like just a wrong. They were rapping about stuff they shouldn't have been rapping about. Like they just like talking about this big life like i don't know man i just didn't like the whole vibe of it It was really awkward to watch it was so cringy but the thing that really really bothered me about it was the fact that they said they said they made that song as a joke as a joke they took the entire art form they made a joke out of it and they said yeah we're gonna make this to get views and it's gonna just be a joke and it went top three on like billboard too like it went it got hot and like that makes me so mad that like you know, this is like people have lived, breathed, and died over this art form, and then you gonna come and just fucking make a joke out of it? No. So it's it's strange to me. Uh, like as a as a lover of hip hop and, and a person who is hip hop, um, I, I I don't I've never had a problem with white MCs. You know, Dallinger and I come from pretty much the same era where the underground hip hop started to rise, and within that culture. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't like in the East Coast where it was like black and Latinos control hip hop and white cats can get in only mm. a little bit. Mm. Um, in 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 independent hip hop, there was kind of a multicultural um, underground resurgence of people who are regional people. Basically, in order to make hip hop, you just had to be authentic and show mm. your authenticity. So, in a lot of ways, artists were using their race to just be themselves. And Eminem comes from that rich multicultural background Who? of underground Eminem it's spelled M, M ampersand M but but he comes from this rich multicultural background I'll look of him up. underground music that that embraces that and so I've always I've never had a problem with with uh, white rappers or any color rappers as long as they were dope as long as they were making hip hop music now in the mainstream it's often whiteness has often been used because the lane is wider for them to make money and you'll find a lot of white artists who exploit that and where you True. said like yeah. for example um, I've heard a lot of cats black white and other say that 
like Little Dicky is really dope. But Little Dicky has explicitly stated that he's making the music as a as a form of comedy and using it yeah. to propel his comedic career. Yeah. And I kind of find that a little bit problematic in some ways, even though he's a talented person that's making hip hop music. And and I don't he, know if that's true though. He's quoted saying it though. Yeah, I've, he, I've heard an interview saying the opposite. On a Jensen, I'm sure he has. I'm sure he has. He has love for hip hop culture, and I don't mean to single him. I don't mean to single him out as like a person in this, but there are a lot of artists who, it's like, they you they become figuratively black, where they take on they take a little bit of the tar brush and they they act like yeah. uh, you know black black mannerisms, black colloquialisms to make their music, and then there's the other artists who are white artists who operate within the culture who don't really. Their audience is white, and they don't really talk about any of the issues or even their whiteness within hip hop, and it's kind of a strange thing to me. So I'm wondering, like, you as a white MC, to to what degree do you feel that you have to kind of stand up for the purity of your art when you see artists like that who are clearly exploiting the genre, just or not? I don't even want to say exploiting the genre, but using the genre to voice things that are outside of the kind of. Uh, the rich cultural elements that created hip hop, right. which comes very much from struggle. I know? mean, the, the 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 main thing that you have to keep in mind is that it's all about respect. You know, like this this is it's a re- like it's a it's a new art form. If you think about it, like it's not you know rap doesn't date back to like baroque. You know, like right, right. it's re- it's it's pretty recent. So you have to like show homage for real. Like you have to be very respectful of the people that came before you, no matter what. So whenever you just come out with rap and you have no respect for the people that came before you, then you're just exploiting it for what it is, you know, like currently, you know, but it's like, it's a whole line, you know, like you'll never see somebody like public, like, well, you shouldn't, you shouldn't see somebody publish a book without having studied like how to write. You shouldn't see somebody like, you know, coming out with anything without at least like, you know, putting some respect behind it, you know? And so whenever it comes down to like, you know, white rappers, like, the thing is, is like I I will never take issue with anyone taking up any art form, you know. I mean, us speaking English Word. is like we're adopting, you know. That's from Britain, you know. Us wearing, you know, Word. socks, man. Who invented socks, man? Who invented Word. shoes? The Dutch invented that's shoes. Like, we all wearing shoes. Yeah. Like you adopt things, you know. They just come into your life, and then it's all about what you do with it and how you show homage, you know. That's, I think that's kind of my position as well. Um, I've never had an issue with it, but sometimes like. There has to be some so respect put on the name. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I see it, <laughs> with, like I like like John Cena for example, right? Yeah. Like John Cena's whole kind of element, like what he projects is like this hustle, you know, kind of a hip hop aesthetic yeah. that he that he projects. And I don't, I don't know what you know. He might just love the culture or whatever. But one thing that really bugged me out is one time I was talking and I w- I said. Um, word life and i said it to a young cat i was he was like yo peace i was like yo word life and he's like oh man you like john cena i was like what and he was just like word life that's what john cena says all the time that's that's where he knew it from but and it kind of bugged me out like john cena is like on some hip-hop like what is what is this and when i went and i looked at john cena like you know he wears like denim jeans and he's got like the wristbands and he and his whole vibe is kind of like hip-hop hip-hop but i don't know john cena and i don't know if that's authentic or or not but it's definitely it's definitely like weird to me that something so deeply rooted in a specific like element of the culture is just kind of i don't know i don't i don't think your examples are appropriate enough what do you mean 
because John Cena put out an album with like oh he's Freddie a rapper Fox yeah he's it. actually a rapper no but what I'm that. what I'm saying is like to to what degree is John Cena hip hop is it just because he's making hip hop or being hip hop that 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 well then like to what degree not, am I hip hop though like but, but, but <laughs> I mean no, I but feel I mean, like, like riff raff or what's riff. the really lame ass dude's name who's kind of blowing up right now Maddox I don't know that I don't, I don't know. That's another uh, one rapper. Yo, I, I forgot his name. I'm, I'm happy I forgot his name. That makes me feel really good. I don't know, man. But go on to your point. Uh, they're whack. And well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, is John Cena a dope rapper? Does he care about hip hop culture? Like, I know he John put Cena out doing? an album or, like before look, look, I graduated university. Look, but John Cena is a wrestler. Rapping. Wrestlers are characters. They're playing characters. The Ultimate Warrior is not an Ultimate Warrior. So when I see John Cena, I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? But I mean, see, that's that's what I'm like. That's what I'm talking about. Is it a caricature, a caricature, a caricature, a caricature? What is it? Caricature? Caricature. Is it caricature of the culture or is it something that's authentic? And I mean, that's just, where John Cena bugs me out. I just, by chance heard a Lil Dicky interview because I listened to that podcast and I, I'm into wrestling so you know John Cena was or is, it is still fucking real to huge. you damn it uh, it's still real to me damn nah. it but shout out to Glow on Netflix that shit is dope but John Cena and Lil Dicky I feel like they have that respect that Cal's talking about like they put in the work on their craft as opposed to like a riff raff or yo, what's that fucking rapper's name? He wants to be like the rapping um, James Slim Dean. Jesus. Post Malone. Oh. No, no, not him. The oh, G Malone. What's his name? Malone G. G Malone. Post Malone, bro. No, no, no. Fuck. Not G Malone. What's his name? Something G. Jeezy. 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 Yeah, you couldn't think of Jeezy. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I felt really good. That made me feel really good, man. So I, I don't listen to Jeezy. What's sucks, up with Jeezy? Like, what, what is that? He's garbage. I've never Yo, heard Steve, can, can we can we wait for the water? I don't know what you want. My bad. I, I just hear it's coming in strong on my mic. But I, I haven't read any G-Eazy interviews, but it seems really inauthentic and separated. Like, he's rapping, and he made, like, some rappers, but it's not really connected to the culture. It's like when Terry was talking about dance crews out here. Like, they've got the outfit. They can do the steps. But I think G Easy is kind of authentic, and then like he kind of he did like the James Dean, like he stays true to the fact that he's a white guy, but he's just adhering to you know. I mean, he's true to himself, but I mean. So would you rather he like assimilate further into like? like no, because you to crack out the tar brush. Mega's <laughs> right. Mega's right. At a certain point, because uh, John Cena went overboard because wrestling is just fucking stereotype. So he was like a hip hop stereotype. I'm not saying G Easy has to do that. But when I listen to G-Eazy, I'm just like, oh, this, number one, it isn't good. And then the audience of people that eats it up and is like, oh, my favorite rappers what? are G-Eazy, Riff Raff, I have a, Post I have a, Malone, and Eminem. Uh, being being who, from, But who is that? Who is uh, Eminem? I don't even know. Being, being from being so deeply entrenched in like the independent hip hop scene and its rise through the internet, there was a huge conti- uh, like uh, a huge portion of it that were white rappers who were undoubtedly hip hop who were also making kind of avant garde hip hop that were kind of shunned by other people within the culture. You have your Anticons. Um, I mean, 
characters like Grouch, characters, uh, artists like Grouch and, and other cats from Living Legends like Eli, Sage Francis, Slug, Idea, all of these cats were like authentically white you know just guys that love the culture and i've 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 never had an issue with that but what i have had an issue with regardless of race is like authenticity and so it's like when when there's like a cat like um riffraff who might be from the south and he might have hung out with a bunch of black dudes or been like you know a part of those type of cultures i see him as a character like who is like he's putting on this facade of like being figuratively black and projecting Mm -hmm. these like this aesthetic this like a, a like taking all of these elements from where he's from and projecting them i have like i it's weird I, I, like I, I, okay what so, do you think about cats like riffraff so like, a lot of people don't like people like okay riffraff is he's a terrible example but whenever you talk about like guys white guys who are in the rap game who were like really like they're putting on a costume i guess yeah you know those like for example i mean i got a guy he was on my last tape you know on the insignificant portion sorry but uh <laughs> he uh you know he's really about that life man he grew up you know in the same streets that a lot that all the you know african-american guys grew up in too you know you can say black man we, we do that black guys I, I'm, I'm very respectful I'm trying i appreciate to it i try <laughs> to do that too but look man like i mean they're all from the same neighborhood like that's like that's like you know if you lived I mean, it's just, it's weird. It's like it's Man. like you, if you it's lived in, to... in in Japan and like in your neighborhood, everyone's speaking Japanese, and you walk up and start speaking English to him. You know, mm. you ain't gonna do that. You're gonna try and assimilate. You're gonna speak right. some Japanese to him, right? And so like people like that, like this guy that I'm talking about, you know, he's really from that place. You know, so you, it is authentic to him because that's where he comes from. You know, right. so it just, it really just depends. And I feel like it just it's so much like you have to really dig into like people's backgrounds. Go for it, yeah. Like, yeah. Where'd you okay. really go to school, Clarence? Your friendly neighborhood Do your rapper Cal Combs and this shit. is the oh, mega yeah, yeah. You know, like I don't know. I just really think it's, it just kind of boils down <laughs> to like you can issue, choose man. to build a fence and keep people out. Or you can choose to just accept everybody and say, you know what, make the art think, and whatever you can do with it, do with it. I mean, I, I think it's a it's it's a sticky position um, for a lot of white rappers because uh, undoubtedly there is th- there is more privilege for white rappers in. A I'd get played on the country you know, like, ra- on the country radio uh, stations too, yeah, like, you know. But but at the same uh, time, like the artists, I mean, sometimes it's the artists where, but I think it's mostly the audience. Like the audience is more yeah. accepting, right? Than, I mean, when so like, it's uh, partially on the artists because they might play into that some, right. but I, I would say more than 50, 60 percent, close to seventy right. is the audience. I, I think I think I agree with you because you know, um, a, 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 like a, a cat like Malcolm Moore is more likely to be able to be invited to like Ellen, you know, and then they get that soccer bomb money, and mm-hmm. they do have privilege when it comes to. Uh, you know, reaping the benefits of the capital aspect of of making music, but at the same time, for a white rapper to admit their privilege is kind of taking away from the, all the hard work that they put into developing their style, their abilities. Well, that just and, and comes music, down to everyday you know, life so. as a white person. You know, you have to, no matter what, you have to admit your privilege. You right. know, well, so, I mean, no matter some, what, some, you can't. Some uh, white, uh, let's not. You don't. You don't wait, have to. This but. is the anti woke podcast. Yeah, we don't. We don't really get into I'm just that. saying, like, no matter what, you let's get back to that better fat name. baby. Yeah, betterfat.com. Just talking about those dicks. That's how we do here. But the thing is, is like, is you know, it, there's two different. There's, there's, as far as business goes, yeah, you're gonna get a lot more um, privilege in that aspect. But as far as like, you know, people really fucking with you, like in the hoods and shit. 
Nah, people ain't gonna. Nobody's gonna be bumping the Cal Combs mixtape right, like, in right. Compton well, right you now. You also like. don't. You also don't make a music that kind of um, that, that would be something like you, your target demographic is not a guy who's in the trap house. Or, but or I guy, want it you know to be. I mean? That's my problem, bro. bro I want everyone to bump this shit. Forty-five like, to sixty in uh, yeah, the, like your parents' I, house. Was, I, that, yeah. was that the demographic? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm like <laughs> Avon families. <laughs> all Why did, I shouldn't have told the world? You know what I mean? What you should do is just dropping that fire mixtape in with those sensi candle deliveries and then you blow Shut up, the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> that's my new uh go to calcombs.com for sensi candles right. <laughs> <laughs> that just hit me up hey yo hit me off because we I got bath bombs we got lotions Message. and we got uh tumbler cups whatever y'all need my mixtape is vanilla scented fire <laughs> <laughs> No yeah, doubt, no that's doubt. That's, that's, that's something I, I do want to kind of touch on is like, um, as like the kind of music that I make, like real hard body rappers, like people that I know, you know, back in like Indianapolis, Naptown, like people like that, they're always like, yo, your shit's so corny. Like, you know, so you get like, I have to stay authentic, right? Like, I have a lane, you know? I have to stay in that lane, you know? But then, like, the, you have repercussions for that, which, you know, that comes from everything. You yeah, do. Everything, everything. Yeah, but, you know, the thing is, is like, Whenever you start talking about, you know, people's privilege and, like, stuff like that, it's like, you know, no matter what, like, I have to stay in a lane and you have to stay in a lane. We all have to stay in a lane, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't fuck like, with you if you were if you were out here figuratively black and, and not if you don't drop the N-bomb, that's, you know, that's one thing. But if you were, like, rapping on some gangster shit, I probably wouldn't fuck with you. Because, like, What's it, that one dude, it, Young it, Jesus? Slim, <laughs> Slim Jesus. Slim like, Jesus. I, like, people are like, yo, that's dope. And I'm just like, eh, it sounds that, about like the, what people would like to listen to, but I don't fuck with it. But like Slim Jesus. Drill music yeah. is a reflection of like some really like real real shit. Like if you've been to Chicago, I've been to Chicago yeah. just like this last year. Like that's yeah. very real. There are yeah. people I, dying I, there. And you're going. Drill no. music is like black heavy metal, man. That's yeah, just, just like gangster. Hey, how do you feel it's about like, XXX Temptation? I haven't really listened to his music, but my man is wilding like on that. these shows, man. Like I like you see him get knocked out. Oh, I did. I saw him get knocked out. I love I got, that I saw dude. Him, though. I, I saw really, him I get thrown him. into the the guardrail. I seen him punch somebody. Like his show, like his his tour this time has been real. crazy crazy but like i don't really mess with his music i just oh, yeah. like i saw his appearance and i heard one track and then and then i heard him going at drake who i love to hate on because i'm mm. not a big drake fan but i just it's not for me that, but that, see that, that that's kind of like uh and we've talked about this on another episode he he's in the latest double xl freshman class and i think lil dicky was in last year's class yeah. mm-hmm. and we talked last time about how these lists are kind of irrelevant but in dicky's cypher Dicky definitely smoked everybody in his cipher. Who else was with him? Was it like Chance and No, it was like uh No, it was like Twenty One Savage, Lil Yachty, wasn't it? And uh who's the other guy? Uh, Who does Panda? Denzel Curry. Designer. 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 Yeah. Yeah, I mean like that's you 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 put well, yeah, little Dicky little Dicky is an MC. Like he raps. He raps. He's not swagging on a track. Lil Dicky may not be our ideal authentic image of like an MC but I think he's serious about his craft enough to write bars we would appreciate more than 21 Savage. I think he's tremendously talented but at the same time I I just don't really listen to his Let me bring this full circle though the reason why I brought up XXX is because he like he admits to like whenever he was younger he listened to like a lot of like like Guns N' Roses and like stuff like that and you can hear you can hear white 
like white music in his music. So mm-hmm. it's just the clash that's coming around. Plus that nigga's from Florida, man. Florida's. He's I thought he was like Caribbean or something. No, he's from Florida. Yeah, he's got family Florida, from Jamaica. Who, Lil Dicky? No, uh, XXX uh, Extension. Extension. Whatever his name is. That is a weird name too. And like some of these kids' names is crazy. Wi-Fi's funeral. Like, what does this even mean? I, I'm just yeah. like off it. I don't even know. I don't even know. I, I like Ugly Face or Ugly God. Ugly, ugly, ugly Face God. Ugly Face is dope. Like That's a dope name. <laughs> yeah. Yo, like Lil Uzi Vert. That's supposed to be like Lucifer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, is that what that is? I guess so. But I you like know, Lil that's Uzi just, Vert. That's just some people talking on YouTube. Well, he got a he got an upside down crucifix. I thought maybe it was. No, really that's Twenty One Savage. That got the. I think I think Lil Uzi. Nah, no, Vert don't got no? that. Vert that makes sense. Vert just ugly. But uh, <laughs> is he a, I've seen I, him in the I can't lie though. That, that's just a setup. That fucking EXO tour life is fucking growing on me, man. That's a jam. That's undoubtedly a jam. I don't I don't know why that shit just crept up on me. Steve, I know you've heard that song. The video is dope too. I haven't seen the video. Which one? What is it? Lil Uzi song. Do I have that? If I heard it, yeah, you definitely heard it. From the freshman class, I fuck with Playboy Cardi though. Cardi's new. His new stuff is alright. Yeah, he's alright. I like his producer more than I like him though. Anybody can make. Yeah, his producer's sick right now. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Cal, are you fucking with any artists out here in Tokyo? Or are you collabing? Like what's Yeah, on the on the last mixtape I had a, a <clears throat> Japanese rapper. He rapped he rapped his entire verse in Japanese. His name is On Juicy. He's a real dope dude. He he's like in the grime scene, which is really hot out here. You get like in Japan, like Japanese rap, like me kind of like trying to dive into it, get shows and like do work with these people, man. They're so stuck in one gear, man. They're stuck in like that old West Coast LA and like they're not getting out of it. They have either that or they just go completely hard, like, and they try and just get, like, mm. death metal and then mix it into rap, and it just becomes, like, this, like, XXX ah, almost. Yeah, Strange. it just becomes very weird. But it's just, it, it's one lane for sure. One lane for sure. They're stuck in that West Coast, like, old school, and they all dress, like, I don't know. How, how do you feel about that, man? I don't <laughs> Well, I've, we, I've, we, I see these guys on, like, the front of, like, Grind Magazine, the Japan version of Grind Magazine, like, and they look... I'm like, wait, wait, wait. That's a Japanese guy? To me, it's like... To me, it's like... um, It's kind of like when... Like, when you're in university, right? And then you have students who come from, like, different places, and then they try to pick up on the vibe of, like, the area, and they try to buy the clothes, but they kind of don't have any style, so they just kind of have, like, this this outfit on <laughs> yeah. that's supposed to represent the area, but it's not. Right. When I, see, when I see a lot of these Japanese cats, I'm just like, you know, you're trying to pull something off, but every time I've seen somebody wearing that before, there was a level of authenticity there mm-hmm. that I just don't get from you at all. Mm. Like, you, you're not... Like, if you dress like a cholo out here, I'm automatically going to give you the gas face because I know cholos. I went to school with cholos, and it's just like, yeah. you're not doing enough for me to believe that you punch somebody in the face for breathing. It just like, becomes a product know. to people, man. Just they're, they're so far. I mean, it's, it's the most homogenous, insular, western country in the world. Like, I don't really expect anything from it, to be honestly. I, to to yeah, be honest you with you, I just kind of just, I'm just kind of like, word, you know. Just do you. It, it doesn't offend me. I do give it like that sideways gas face sometimes when it's really wild. But I do that for more than just anything related to hip hop. When I see somebody dressed like really goth or even the crazy Harajuku style, I'm just kind of like, yeah, you know. Right. It, it, it whatever, takes a whatever. to pull it off. Like you can have all the money in the world, but if you're iced out and it don't look right, 
then it just don't look right. Shit. Sometimes I'll be like, yo, that's fly. Like this guy looks fly. I see some outfits. I'm just like, I don't even, I don't even know where you buy clothes like that. But that's a really interesting. I see this guy outfit. every morning. I'm bro. at Uniqlo, bro. Like I'm, yeah, like, I'm, you know, like, I'm at Uniqlo. <laughs> like like all my my work shirts is the same shit as I'm wearing on a Wednesday. Like yeah. you know. I know this guy. I see him every morning when I ride my bicycle to work, man. He has got every color of Tim's I've ever seen. He's got the most like New York style I've ever seen in my life, man. He's fresh. He pulls it off. Might mug him one day. Yeah. You better watch this. I'm what size shoe you wearing? <laughs> yeah, right. He's not gonna know that. That's some real East Coast shit. Like, yo, run your sneakers. We know sneakers, man. <laughs> yo, do you guys want to let him rap? Do you guys want to try that? I can do that. Late. What are we on for time right now, D? Uh, we're just a little bit over 70 minutes. So we're right at that hour point, so we should wrap it up. What do you, Late, you're, you're, you're the guy. Make the call. Do you want a bus? I could. I mean, so do you guys. You didn't sound too enthusiastic about that. Cause, well, because it's your show. But he's down. But I'm always down. He's yeah. down. Let him do it. You don't have to put it in, even if it... Do you, um... We're gonna leak it. I'm gonna send it straight to... Hadouken! <laughs> we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna remove the beat and put, like, the, uh... I'm gonna put on the fix right, over it. Just, just like, you, you know what I used to love? Like, New when you, trailer. When you fly to Japan to fight... Japan! To Japan! <laughs> like, that's the shit. Yeah, that's the shit. Cool, if you want to rap, man, I would love to hear Let's you. Let's do it. Five fingers. All right. give, me all, give me all five. Should we make a cut? Should we make a break and then come yeah, back in? Yeah, make a cut. Let's make nah, a break just, and then just intro. roll it, man. Oh, roll we it. don't want to introduce it? Introduce okay. it? Yeah, like say, yo, we're about to the do it. The five, 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 five fingers of do 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 Doom, 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 Cal Combs up in this bitch. MLS exclusive, exclusive. I got, like, iPhone headphones in there, So... Like uh, you want we, these? We, we, we. I got it. Here, you want to use mine? No, that's straight. This is how I started. Remember, I told you about this. Exactly. <laughs> how you want to do? You want to do a I'm couple beats, or you want to just have like a? Is this a beat right here? Yeah, this is the beat. Well then, let me start it off. They call me Cal Combs. Man, I've been from here to Tokyo to Rome and back again. Who you know, and I always win. I got the nicest flows, and you know I got my kinfolk with me every single day. Man, they don't want to play when I'm rapping. Everybody know my name. I'm Cal Combs, the greatest. All I do is want to get back. I'm so delated. All I know is that I'm making up these new words straight up off the dome. Who you want to talk to, bitch? I'm all alone in the back of the backseat with your main bitch. Want to talk to me, then you going to get this click, click, click. Just kidding, I don't really talk shit Wake up in a new place, man, you wanna talk shit? I ain't bad it, man I'm trying to bring the positivity back to the game Y'all are lame, I'm the realest So insane, and I'm always got it running through my veins Woo! I'm kinda tripping, I'm kinda tripping Are you gonna switch the beat? Switch the beat Yeah, let's beat Alright <laughs> Yeah Yeah I like how you freestyle on bus action I'm trying to freestyle, I mean, why not? Uh, let's see, what do I want to talk about? Betterfat.com Aye, <laughs> <laughs> aye, yeah <laughs> 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 Is that really how you're gonna do me? Am I supposed to be? Hey man, I didn't make the beat, it's Mad Lib, sorry Doom got off on this, hold on There we go Alright Yeah 
I'm the baddest denominator Rising like I'm an elevator Hip-hop intimidator What? I'm a renovator Y'all ain't even operational upon my axis Hat tricks Got these lazy rappers doing backflip swag These beats like arrhythmia Imagination building like the bridge of Terabithia Catch me looking fabulous up in Indianapolis Bap it without a catalyst Rattling the head hazardous hazard of a catalyst I don't know these words It don't really matter Cause I bring it back to the verse Man, I'm so sick with it I never stop again 08-0 I throw it up for Tokyo Nihongo mo hanasuru Seikase fukusuru Ore ga gai koku ni itara Dare demo boku wo obueteru kara Yume ni naru daro Watching me switching my flow Ego to that Nihongo Shibuya ladies getting low What you know about me? They call me Cal Combs I never run away from a microphone Man I'm ill so sick I wanna bring it cause I kill Got the Glock never stop Cause I got it when I'm ill So I'm never tripping My flow is always so scripted It's sounding like it was written But promise I wasn't written Man I'm coming back I wanna attack You wanna stop me You can stop with all that Yeah Talking to I don't know Something like that hey. <laughs> hey. Uh. Yeah. yeah That was alright That was alright Hey Done a lot better Done a lot better Yeah bro Be a good little get outro busy, Get busy I was waiting for Lake to jump in too With the freestyle Oh yeah wait, I know Lake can get hold down hold I know Lake can get down Maybe he don't want to do it on the show. Not tonight, baby. <laughs> yeah, not, not, not tonight, baby. You got better facts. You got better facts to do. I got better facts. Yo, so um, should we uh, should we go into the show? Uh, the shows? The With weather the forecast? forecast? Yeah, let's roll, roll into it. Word. Roll right into yeah. it. Uh, can you introduce the weather, uh, weather forecast? Just letting you guys know what shows are coming up in Tokyo. Uh, before we get into it, Cal, you got anything you want to talk about? Uh, as far as, as coming up? Like stuff coming up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but if anyone wants to book me at their next event, show some love. Come on. Hey, what's the email? What's the Twitter? What's Yo, the... you guys can always hit me up. I got a website. It's calcombs.com. And I'm always on SoundCloud slash Calcombs Music. Everything's Calcombs Music, so you can always find me. And, uh... Yo, can I get on one of your records for your for next sure. album? See, we, I don't know why we haven't made something yet. You're too busy, man. It's because you had a baby. I'm going to make time. Stop I'm going to make time for this. Because you the man. Just made one dog, you know. I'm gonna get him on the track too. <laughs> He's so fire. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna try to run through this shit real quick. Uh, July the 14th, brand new Tokyo midnight street ball fights at Ageha. Shout out to Mamushi. Uh, the 15th, the do over is going down in at some racetrack. I can't remember the name. I wish I would have wrote it, but yeah, I think it's it's the racetrack uh, seaside. Oi, oi, something racetrack. So yeah, I mean it's the do over, so you got to be there. That's on the fifteenth. The 16th, I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there too. Shout out to Tommy Villain and Marvel. Yo, the sixteenth, Rip Slime presents Mayonaka No Wow. That's going down at Ageha. That's Rip Slime, Candy Town, Tokyo Health Club, Salu, and some other cats. The 17th, we got Battle of the Year JP Prelims at Club Sita in Kanagawa. That's a B-Boy event, Mega. That is a B-Boy event, Battle of the Year. Word. The 29th, Train and Hermit City Recordings presents Beats in Psycho Release Party. That's the show everybody's on. I'm not going to say all the names because everybody's on that show. Everybody's here. Cal, you should check this out. It's going to be a really dope beat show. Dallinger. 
You gotta go to this and one And it starts too. at 5 p.m.? 5 to 10. Yeah, so it's perfect, perfect. And later that night, Feral Munch is gonna be at Sound Museum Vision. That's the 29th. I'm gonna be there too. It looks like it looks like maybe Steve's put something on here. We got Worldwide Words. What is this? Is this a womb? Do you have this on your No, calendar? I don't have that. Okay, Word Worldwide Words. I don't know who put that. I guess it's Steve's, but there's no information other than that it is at womb. Okay. Okay. What day is that? The same day, the 29th. Word. Uh, the 26th of August. August 26th. The DMC Japan World Finals are going down at Womb also. Word. And all the way in October, Soul Camp, Back the Two Days. That's Erica Badu, De La Soul, and Faith Evans. And they've also added DJ Spinner and Knowledge to the list. And they're probably going to add a couple more people before it's yeah. over. Yo, one more joint. Uh, July 30th at 7 o'clock. Train Times Hermit Recordings presents Beats in Cycle. This is going to be at Circus on Dogen Zakadori. Oh, wait. And are they doing it again? It's 29th. Is I have what I have? I mean, the 30th? That's the same event. It's, really? You're right, man. Okay. Yeah, on we'll the 29th. It's the 29th. Okay, okay. Are they doing it the 30th also? I don't think so. Okay, maybe maybe it's just put in here wrong then. Okay, word. Sunday, okay. Or maybe Shit, it rolls bad. over. Okay. Oh, no, I don't no, know. It Whatever. looks like it's in the afternoon on the calendar, but okay. Uh, yeah, train, check that out. Circus, it should be dope. Word. And that's the weather forecast. Pew, 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 pew. Yo, we want to thank um, all of our Tanakas for rocking with the most infamous. You've heard of us. We got our man, Cal Combs, today. It was a really, uh, really a pleasure to have you here, man. Yo, shout uh, out to Cal, man. man. Thanks thank a you lot for, for me. I mean, I've been peeping you around Tokyo, but it's cool to hear you chop up and talk about your art. So, yeah, yeah, man. Thanks for rolling through. I only met you briefly uh, at that at that joint, so, I mean, yeah, it's good to build with you, man. With no yeah. cherry blossoms. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah we, uh, we're going to do this more often. We're going to build together. No and, uh, more Hanami in LA, man. Shit. No more Hanamis in LA. Wow, that's my next single. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Word, word. Let's um let's get out of here. Hey. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks a lot, guys. Make up, make up, make up, make up.